2019. Let's go. I'm producer Micah. This is Bradley Key. Micah Weiner. What's up, brother? What's good? Happy Monday to you. Happy Monday to you. Today is uh, is a great day. It's Monday. We're back at it. We're back on the grind. If you guys haven't been paying attention, we've been grinding our fucking nuts off. Five episodes last week, including Saturday content. Just a reminder, this podcast comes to you for free. So be grateful and keep listening and tell a friend. We need your help. Okay? Hey, you know what else you should check out? Mind of Micah. Mind of Micah. Including uh, Read of the Week. Our last episode with Will DeFreeze from Circling Back. We talk about Smooth by Santana. It's a ridiculous podcast. I think you'll really enjoy it. People uh, find my voice very soothing, apparently. When I'm not doing this. <laughs> Which is only a limited time. That's right. And you should check out uh, all of our podcasts on Backdoor Cover, including last week's episode from Saturday where we recap game four. Uh, it starred our friend Coach Mr. Coach Bobby joined us to talk about hoops in our uh, Rapid Reactions podcast. thought it was really good. So check that out if you want to hear a little bit more about game four. But we are on to game five tonight which I believe will be the last basketball game of the year, which is a sad, sad thing until the big three starts, and then Brad and I will be covering that uh, extensively. Uh, maybe Yeah, not. we're going to be a big three podcast. Maybe sure. we should, though. I bet if we reached out to the big three, we could get, like, dope press passes. They're coming to Dallas and San Antonio this year. Let's go to both. Let's I, I went record. to Houston last year. It was lit. You you actually went to it. What's the atmosphere like? Is it like a high school gym, or is it like no, a... No, they played at the, in the I NBA know, but arena. Don't they cut it down in size? Well, it's only it's a half a court. Half court right? Um, yeah, but tickets are cheap. Okay. And people, let me just say this, people are putting on some fashion shows. Yeah? There's some Jordans, there's some shoes that... It sounds like good Instagram content. It was. They're, the people watching was as good, well, the people watching was better than the game. Oh. I would say that. That's something. Uh, people watching was top notch. And hopefully, uh, why are we talking big three? Let's talk game five for the final. Sorry. Let's do this. We're not talking free agency, we're just talking hoops. Game five, perhaps the last game. Toronto on the edge of a championship, the first in their 24-year history. It would be an amazing story for this franchise that has been incompetent at times. It's had its best stars leave. It's Even when it's gotten to be a good team like it's been the last couple of years, they have just dramatically flamed out in the playoffs, uh, specific to, specifically to LeBron. It's been a franchise where their franchise players have typically left when they hit the apex of their careers. That's right. People um, want to leave. People didn't want to get drafted there. And it's the opposite story. They, they landed a free got agent everything. signing. Oh, he well, was a free agent. They, he was they a traded trade. for Kawhi. That's right. They traded one of their most beloved players to get him. Uh, obviously, have no regrets. The guy's about to deliver a championship. And we're, we're right on the precipice. Now, that being said, of course, Kevin Durant is officially questionable. So what I've seen, all the reports are that he's cleared to practice. Right. Which would have taken place when? This morning? So here's from ESPN, and we'll read this Okay, direct. thank you. If Durant did get substantial work in on Sunday, it wasn't much. On top of the fact that Durant walked to the floor after the rest of his teammates once the cameras and media left the arena bowl, he was one of the first players back into the Warriors' locker room after the team's brief workout. The 30-year-old reappeared a few minutes later with two big ice packs wrapped around the lower part of his right calf and his right Achilles. 
He walked towards the team bus with assistant Mike Brown and a couple of members of the training staff. There's the first st- sentence, which just didn't make sense. It said if he, if he got a substantial amount of work in, it wasn't very much, which that's, a substantial amount is a lot. That's a, that's a, that's good, Brad. It's a very confusing very sentence. Um, well, substance, substantial being substance, substantive. I see. So if you got any, uh, but like it, intense I, I agree. Activity. This is this is a weird a weird thing. Yeah, this is it's typical in the NBA that that reporters and stuff can watch like the first ten minutes of practice, uh, and then they kick them out. Well, I mean, also and they're so trying he to walked hype in it. after that. The, his, their job right now is to get viewership, so they want people to think that, that Durant's going to play. Oh, I mean, I don't think it's a media conspiracy. I, I don't either. I just think that it, that's why you would be vague. I think they. I think they're keeping it vague as a. One, I don't think they know. Right. I mean, Steve Kerr has basically said, like, I'll let you know when he's playing. That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. And two, I mean, there, it doesn't give them any advantage to see him limping around that, and, and give Toronto something to prepare for. The only person making hard statements is Jay Williams, and he's... Yeah, Jay Williams honest. is out. ESPN's Jay Williams is way out on a, on a ledge um, saying that, that he suspects him to play for sure tonight. And uh, are you okay over there? I thought I was going to sneeze, so I had you quite, mute me. I, I did. It was quite a sneeze. <laughs> it didn't happen. But, yeah, here we are. Um, anyway, uh, you know, Toronto opened as a three-and-a-half-point favorite. The line is now down to one-and-a-half. So I guess people in Vegas uh, believe that Durant's going to play and is going to make a difference. Uh, you know the best place to bet that, Brad. Where's that? Tell MyBookie.ag. Use Tell me promo more. code BDC That's when you right. sign up. Now is the best time to get in. You get a deposit bonus. You can uh, bet baseball all summer long. You can bet golf. Get in there. MyBookie.ag, promo code BDC. As I mentioned, KD is officially questionable. That's the big thing. Of course, they win game five. They win game six at home, and now you got a game seven. This is, it's strange that a game five seems, when a team's up 3-1, so pivotal. Mm-hmm. But this is this is a big one. This is a big one. And the other thing that's kind of interesting to note they get one game off when it's the two back-to-backs at home, but when they go to the other opponent's gym, they get two days off. So in between every game starting now, there will be two days off as opposed to one day off for scheduling. I mean, any little bit of extra time really helps. So Yeah, and the Warriors are banged up beyond right. just KD. I they mean, need as much play, as they can get. Obviously missed game three. Steph is, has been, you know, they look tired in game four. So this is, you know, the extra rest might help them. Uh, we'll see. It should be quite interesting. Anything else that we need to say about to get tonight's game five? No, Do you I, have a prediction? I mean, I, it's just impossible to predict without KD. If KD plays, then I'm, I'm very concerned for the Raptors. Uh, if he doesn't, I think it's over. I don't think it matters. I think he is going to play. And, and you think he's not good enough? Like, he's not in good and enough And the Raptors are going to... Yeah, I just don't think he good. can be effective. And, yeah. and as I've said a hundred times during this playoff run, Kawhi, when he runs out on the floor and Kawhi Leonard comes to check him, like, that's... That's just not going to work. Now, granted, if Kawhi's guarding him, that means Kawhi's not guarding Clay or Steph or whoever else or, you know, Draymond. And so it, it does make them, you know, it helps to a certain extent, but I don't think KD single-handedly is going to make much of a difference. No. Uh, but yep. we'll see. I mean, the guy's one of the two or three best players in the league. So He's having him out KD. there at 50% is still... Still probably better than running Kevin Looney out or whatever. I mean, he's definitely going to be shoot like regardless of the health of his leg, he's still a humongous threat from outside. So he no spaces doubt. the floor if nothing else. Yeah, uh, I was there was some conversation about like just after this performance that Kawhi's put on, how he kind of stacks up amongst the current generation of all time in terms of all time of players, and they were like kind of comparing him to Kevin Durant, which I know is really like kind of. 
whatever you like only based on very recent recency bias is what I'm trying to say. Okay. But like it, it got me thinking just a little bit about the differences in age. So Durant's 30. He was born in 88. Kawhi Leonard was born in 91. He's 27. So, I mean, he's three years younger. He's got a lot of time left. He's seeming to come back into form after having a pretty serious injury and being out for a year. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of an interesting conversation to have. I mean, if Kawhi it, gets this chip, he'll have two championships. I always thought, and he'll be the MVP of both of them, which I guess Durant was the the two that the Warriors had. But I always thought that Durant and him were kind of the same age, and it was. I just thought it was an interesting note, interesting to point out that he's three years. Well, younger, I guess Kawhi played two years in college, and Durant only played one too. So he plays one less year in the league for yeah. whatever it's worth. Uh, Kevin Durant, obviously a, a better score, one of the greatest scores in NBA history, an Absolutely. unstoppable monster. But Kawhi, I mean, I, I it, and All Kawhi around. was also sort of, um, you know, he was a role player uh, his first few years in the league with right. the Spurs. Um, by the way, breaking NBA news. I don't have a sound effect for this. Is that like a tap machine? Something like that. One of my all-time favorites, Tony Parker, has retired. Oh, That's according to The Athletic or something. Or something. This is sad for me. Yeah, good reporting. Big threes are all gone now. You know, he, of course, played this season in... Uh, Charlotte. That's right. And he said, I, I can't be Tony Parker anymore. That's kind of what he, he said. I saw the headline. Uh, it was a real bummer because the Spurs the Spurs traded him or he was a free agent. They let him walk um, and they because they were trying to play DeJounte Murray. Right. Who and then, then tore his something, tore his knee up in either in the preseason or I think it was in the preseason. It was really early. Or really early in the season. And it was like, oh, uh, we could really use Tony Parker right now. Bren Forbes, uh, it, it was just kind of a bummer. It would have been great to have one more season with Tony, and uh, he would have had a chance to really get a lot of minutes and play. Um, but he actually had a few good moments in Charlotte this year. Absolutely. Season no, was he had a, a good bummer. season but he had a 37-year-old man. There were a couple games where he just took over in the fourth quarter and, yes. and, and won the game. So uh, even though he uh, totally cucked, um, he's a well-known cuck. <laughs> what? What? Well, what? What's a, he fucked Brent Berry's wife when they were teammates? Oh boy, I didn't know and, that. Uh, destroyed I knew their, he was a dog because he cheated on Evelyn Goria. Yeah, whatever. with Brent Berry's wife. Oh, that was who yeah, he was cheating he with. I didn't Barry. hear the other side of the story. Yeah, Brent. It destroyed Brent Berry's family. I was too. They got I was divorced. Too focused in on how it was affecting desperate housewives at the time. Yeah, and and he got divorced. It was a real fuck up. But I mean, they're French. Tony's a French. Yeah, That's he's what a puss hound. That's how they roll. They fuck like Pepe Le Pew. That's Tony right. Le Parker. Tony Parker. Fuck your wife. I love him, though. He was a great player, and for a lot of the Spurs run, was the best the best of the big three uh, for at least a couple years there. Uh, you know, Charles used to always say he was the best guard in basketball uh, for at least a couple-year run. He was so there were, fast. There were times where he would, he led the league, I think, two or three years in a row in points in the paint. Yeah. And he's, like, maybe six feet tall. It's because he had that, like, devastating spin move where his feet barely leave the ground, and yes. he spins real low, and then he's past you and gets it off his fingertips quicker than you can recover. He also, you know, he was never a shooter. I don't know how many three, I mean, never were, a three-point They were threat. notoriously bad free throws, too. Free throw shooters, too. All of those guys. Well, I, yeah, but he was never a three-point shooter, and I think... A lot of the, a lot of his career, it helped him because guys would play so far back yeah, off of him. He could get ahead. That he would have, yeah, he'd have the, you know, you give him two steps, he's so fast, then he spins. And, it's it's uh, set up perfectly for his like patented move. Great career, I, I believe he's a Hall of Famer. I, I believe too. I mean, I, I don't think he probably only made a 
one or two all-star teams. I mean, they let everybody in the Hall of Fame these days. It's pretty fucking easy to get in for the basketball Hall of you Fame. You may be right. Yeah. But I think Tony that Parker. That being said, I think he does four legitimately championships, deserve it. He wasn't around for the first Spurs championship, but four chips, four chips, um, and 18 years in the league or something, an, an amazing career. I if think nothing else, Hall of Fame cuck. You know, his, well, <laughs> there's no doubt about that. Nobody else in the Hall of Fame's ever fucked his, uh, his teammate's wife. Except for uh, two marriages. Oh, no. That Delonte West banged LeBron James' mother. Is Allegedly. Yeah. That's not cucking. That's that's something entirely different. <laughs> Another piece of mental warfare. You know, I'm not going to get anywhere near that. Okay, uh, okay. In other NBA news, this podcast is fun today. Right. We're, we're doing good. Uh, the Pelicans are hiring former UConn and WNBA star Swin Cash for a senior front office position. Nice. League sources tell ESPN. Swin Cash is good. The team will name Cash vice president of basketball operations and team development. She will scout, help guide player development on and off the floor, and assume other roles within the organization. Uh, Being more, a basketball player with the last name Cash must have just been a good life. Yeah. She yeah. just Cash. So big shouts to her. This is good. The Women should be in these front office roles. I'm Absolutely. sure she can do a great job. Uh, interestingly to me, she worked last season as a um, – she's done a lot of TV work. She worked last season on w, uh, NBA TV – with uh, Pelicans, uh, now Pelicans GM David Griffin. Uh-huh. So they work together, and and now so that they've he's in got charge, some experience working together. Some like I mean, talking work. hoops. Yeah, I guess. So uh, yeah, that's something we'll see. The Pelicans are a very interesting uh, team moving forward. When you add Zion to the mix, we don't know what's going to happen with uh, with the the big man with I, Anthony Davis. Right. Um, you know, I heard a podcast yesterday or some point where. The, the best move would be Denver to trade for Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, you get some young pieces back, uh, including maybe Michael Porter and, you know, one of those guards. I hope Michael Porter gets some time in the league. I don't know if this is an offensive statement. It is not meant to be. Okay. Great. But, yeah, it's never good when you lead with that, is it? Are you getting ready to blast the I'm high I'm getting point? ready to hit the horn. So this is in reference to them hiring cash in the front office uh-huh. and just women in general in basketball. Ooh, hot take coming. So it's not that hot. So the difference between the NBA and the WNBA primarily is the physical aspects, like the right. the strength and power of the male speed, the men's size. group, right? Yes. Speed size. So it makes sense that as analytics and like strategy and kind of like how the game is played and spacing becomes more and more vital, which it seems to be, it makes sense that a women's perspective, like for how their game is worked and how it kind of is spaced and how, you know, different ways to kind of lengthen the floor and spread out the defense because they, like it's no longer just about physicality as much as it is about analytics. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, mean, no, I was I, having a hard time saying that. I think the NBA stupid. game may be more like the WNBA game that's ever been, right? Cause there's a lot of threes it's, shot. It's about you space the floor strategy less um, about like just battering yeah. Ram. It's more about like how you do it. Yeah. I think there's something to that. Okay. So I, you see, it wasn't that offensive, but it could have sounded offensive. We got all the WNBA takes. Um, all right, moving on. Let's go. Major League Baseball. Guess what we got later this week? What's that? Tight and high. Ooh. The baseball guy is returning, El Garz and Peter the Irish guy. And we will be talking about this David Ortiz story. He has been shot in the Dominican Republic. Apparently, he is in Big stable poppy? condition. Big poppy. Okay. Back in your favorite place, the Dominican Republic. Oh, he's hanging out at the Punta Which Cana. you always say is like the most beautiful place in the world. Very nice. Also... Obviously, one of the most dangerous because the video of this, the story is fucking wild. Okay, we're going to talk about this extensively there's with Elgar's. Yeah, there's getting shot. 
Police say it's a robbery, but surveillance video shows him getting shot in the back. This, to me... Is he dead? ...appears to be a straight-up assassination attempt. Oh, my God. Uh, no, he's in stable condition. Okay, good. His stomach is all fucked up. His, he's got liver damage, but apparently they expect a full recovery. Um, yeah, the, wow. the fucking video on this is crazy. A guy just rolls up. He's in a, a crowded club in the DR. He rolls up on a motorcycle, shoots him in the back from five feet away. Yeah. Doesn't, like appear to like talk to him or try and grab his chain or anything just shoots him right in the fucking back and then tries to escape and then the robber gets tackled by a mob and beaten almost to death like he's wow. got a severe cranium injury or some shit so that was a bad mistake motorcycles this- are a really po- uh, popular source of, of transportation there even like on the golf course there's these dudes riding around on like dirt bikes picking up golf balls out of other like out of the rough and stuff and then coming to sell it to you wow sketchy it, it's it's Motorcycles this are is some there. crazy shit, and it's probably going to get crazier. This has got to be an assassination attempt. When you see the video, it's it's wild. We will talk about this with Gars because I feel like he's going to have takes. I'm interested to see the video, and I'm also interested to hear how it unfolds. Like, because you know, if it is an assassination, well, attempt, this guy's like, like one of the most beloved people in the Dominican, right? And like, so you know that the police are going to do everything they can to try and solve this thing. How old is he now? Like forty? What's he doing? In he's the club? probably older than. 40. Apparently, he's well known for like being. This is in a well known bar district, uh-huh. and he's. He's known there. He's like a promoter. He hangs out there a lot. Yeah. I don't know if he's a promoter, but... Interesting. Hey, well, we're, we're rooting for Big Poppy. We like him. He's Always. good on TV, too. He's just happy all the time. It's a good time. Yeah, I like people. Generally, like happy people are enjoyable. You know what makes me happy, Brad? What? A good night's sleep. Ooh. And you know how I do it? With Lisa. Lisa knows that important how important rest is to a better life. Lisa is the foundation of a healthier, happier you. All Lisa products have been thoughtfully designed to go beyond creating a comfortable bed and to transform your bedroom into a sanctuary you want to spend time in. Brad and I both sleep on the luxury Sapira mattress made by Lisa. It's their most advanced luxury hybrid mattress. It's made with premium foams and springs for enhanced pressure relief and edge-to-edge support. The hybrid is thoughtfully designed with the best of both worlds, uh, both springs and foam. It's quite nice. Lisa, of course, believes all people should have access to deep rest and relaxation. I say it every time. I'm going to say it again. It's nine on the copy. I just think it's important. Lisa donates one mattress from every 10 they sell through organizations that work in causes like foster care prevention. To date, they've donated more than 33,000 mattresses to more than 1,000 nonprofits. That's 33,000 people that are sleeping on a bed that otherwise went. Possibly more, considering that it's not even in the copy. Like, they probably haven't given you the updated numbers. It's probably up to 34,000 Let's now. be real. Uh, Lisa mattresses are made in the USA, and they take care of Americans. This is this is what you want. In-home delivery is available. Financing is available. There's no excuse not to do this. Don't rent a, your buddy's truck and go to a fucking mattress store and haggle with some loser. Just go to lisa.com slash bdc. And don't miss out. Live healthier, live happier by resting deeper. Order today and get a fifteen get fifteen percent off any mattress for a limited time at lisa.com slash BDC or just use promo code BDC when you check out. That's Lisa L E E S A dot com slash BDC. The uh, discount will be automatically apl- applied. Lisa.com slash BDC. Keep in mind you also get a hundred night risk free trial plus free shipping and free returns. Hey, let's talk some UFC. Let's do it. It's time for David Ruff's Combat Sports Minute. I guess we didn't get sued last time, so we're safe to do it again. I don't think Dave is paying attention. Uh, Shouts to Dave, who I actually watched the UFC with this weekend. He actually inspired this this segment now, because he was part of the the viewership. He was. We got a lot to talk about. A a great card Saturday night. Uh, Henry Cejudo is the newest UFC champ champ. Is that what? He he holds two belts at once now. Oh, I got you. The 125 and the 135 belt. 
again, he didn't study. I think it's bantamweight and featherweight or something, but we don't, it, this podcast is, is anti-names. Okay. We just talk weights. I'm with you. He owns the 125 and 135 belt. That's much more helpful. Defeating Marlon Moraes. Uh, There's not an L in there. I want to say Morales, but it's just Moraes uh, via TKO in the third round to win the 125 belt that TJ Dillashaw gave up after a failed drug test. So the, the championship was vacant, uh, and now he's the champ. The UFC has something special in Cejudo. He's charismatic, trilingual, an Whoa. Olympic hero, and a hell of a fighter. He's quickly becoming one of the faces of the promotion. A, uh, he's an Olympic gold medalist. Uh, and then after the fight, he said, I'm not, I'm not champ champ. My name is Triple C, Olympic champion, flyweight champion of the world, and now bantamweight champion of the world. I'm the greatest combat champion of all time, Whoa. and I just stole the best pound-for-pound pound fighter, too. That's how you make a... Uh, that's a real promo. Uh, the, the fight was... This was a good fight, too. Uh, Marais clearly won the first round, but Cejudo was impressive in the second and then finished him in the third. Uh, this this guy's a real fucking champ. He's he's a bad boy. He looks like he's uh, 32 years old, so he's got a couple years left in the tank. Yeah. He's only five foot four. He's a small dude. Yeah. But he's bad. Uh, the I, I don't know if it was the co-main. The other big fight on this card that I was excited about, Tony Ferguson defeated uh, Donald Cowboy Cerrone uh, by TKO at the end of the second round. This was very strange. I don't know if you've... We've, we posted some of the photos at Backdoor Cover Podcast on yeah. Instagram of uh, Cowboy's face. This fight was, was turning into an absolute classic. Uh, Cowboy won the first round. Ferguson came back in the second round uh, and landed a right hand and then and and won the second round basically. But then right after at the end of the round, Ferguson hit a uh, blasted a right hand on Cowboy's face after the bell. It was clearly late. Oh, uh, the referee Dan Miragelotte uh, ruled he watched a replay that although the punch landed, it didn't hit Cowboy in the eye, but it hit him in the nose. Okay. The referee was therefore said it was not a foul that directly caused the finish, and then so what? Okay, yeah, wait, wait. Yeah, so let me back then up they went into bit. another round. So right? he punches. No, no, no. That's okay. the end. So he punches him late right. after the round, but then Cowboy's eye is already beat the fuck up. Like it's bloated. Right. I don't know. You again, can't see it. Go to go to backdoor cover podcast uh, on Instagram and see the photo. It's His eye shut. is swollen like a motherfucker, and at one point. Cowboy like blew his nose, and when he did that, it caused the eye to just get way bigger and way like worse. It, it, like it's probably a sinus, like yeah, something, the, like, something in the there. sinus. Like and and then the doctor came over and was like, "This fight's over." So in between rounds, the fight was stopped, and then that's why the referee went to see this late punch. If that late punch would have hit him in the eye, it would have been a disqualification or because gotcha. that was the a, a no contest. Part that is what because that's what. The fight. But he ruled that he got him in the in the nose. Cowboy, of course, uh, the fucking the most stand-up guy in fighting, said the punch had nothing to do with it. That was just the fight I think everybody wanted. I don't quit. I don't back down. I just want to keep fighting. What a man! What a madman! He's he, awesome. I mean, he has That's more UFC club. fights than anybody else. He's he's a real fucking king. You got to have a lot of respect for him. Um, and the fight was great. Like I said, I mean, his his right eye was swollen shut after a dominant round by Ferguson in the second round. And uh, then the doctors came over and said he could not continue. So, so it, it's it, outside of his control. It was, a, and great, like it was a, a great fight with a little bit of controversy at the end. And, uh, I mean, it, back and forth. Did it, it look bloody. like Do the Cowboy was going to win? 
I mean, Cowboy dominated the first round. Right. Uh, but then he he got his ass kicked pretty clearly in the second okay. round by Ferguson. And that's when, um, at the end of the seconds, when he caught that nose shot. Yeah. Uh, then, but, I mean, he had he had won that round and, and fucked his eye up anyway. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even if he didn't throw that punch, it, it probably would have been... Uh, Ferguson won the fight. Gotcha. Uh, he took over uh, with body kicks and, uh, and just really, really dominated round two. So, it was a great fight. I don't think there's going to be a rematch although i'd pay to see it it was it was a, it was good you These think it was the fight are, of the night it was for me yeah um the finish of the night was valentino shvienko we're gonna go with valentino you're doing a great job with names today i'm doing terribly uh <laughs> it was her first title defense at 125 and it ended in a highlight real fashion when she blasted challenger jessica i with a left head kick 26 seconds into the second round i got knocked the fuck out she was out cold by kick to By the head. By kick. Um, and she was out for a minute or two and totally unconscious. And when she came to, she was totally unaware of what happened. Like, this was one of the most brutal kicks, the, one of the most brutal knockouts you'll ever see. And it's always that, like, uncomfortable thing. Yeah. This is the problem. I mean, I don't know, depending on how you feel. It's generally a problem when you watch this and you're like, oh, God, this woman hasn't moved. She's totally unconscious. Uh, and she was out for several minutes, and then she sat up and had no idea where she was. The UFC doesn't show her on camera, but it was pretty fucked up. Ooh, um, there's a nice still shot of this where she lands the uh, the heel of her her foot lands oh, she like on fucking the crest her. of this woman's head. Yeah, so she, she knocked her the fuck out. Lucky it didn't get the only other head kick damage. knockout in UFC uh, women's UFC title fight was Holly Holm when she defeated Ronda Rousey. Is that right? Yeah, I mean she kicked her ass. The, the entire fight. Rousey was headed to Hollywood. Ended her with a with a foot. Um, good stuff. This was a good card. And uh, sign me up for another Cowboy Ferguson fight. Hey, you know what else you can sign me up, Brad? What's that? Some Burrow furniture. Nice. Our podcast today is brought to you by Burrow, makers of clever furniture dev- designed for real life. And if your real life is like our real life, you're set to spend a lot of time on the sofa the next few months because as nice as it is to see a baseball game in person, it's much much nicer to see it in air-conditioned comfort. I am not going outside for several months now. It is fucking brutal out here. Yeah, it hit like 107 yesterday when I was on the golf course. Probably not going to be going Ralph outside. Ralph the dog somewhere. had to tap out. Yeah, had to, had I had to, to get someone home. to come pick him up. God. Poor brutal. guy. Well, I'll tell you this. Burrow has a really, it's a really smart couch, okay? Uh, it's got a clever design. So it's easy to get up uh, steep staircases and through narrow doorways. It's easy to set up. It's easy to move. It even means you can remove or add seats as as needed. A lot of times, you don't. People are afraid to pull the trigger on a nice couch because they're afraid I may move somewhere else next year or whatever. I don't know if it'll fit. I don't want to move it. That's not a problem with Burrow. They also feature naturally scratch and stain resistant fabric and sturdy hardwood frames. Plus, soft, non-toxic foam cushions. This is everything you want. Plus, there's built-in USB chargers because Burrow knows the sofa always blocks the most convenient wall outlet. Isn't that the truth? Totally customizable, customizable, so you can pick one of five fabric colors, three leg finishes, two armrest styles, any length. You can either add an ottoman. And one-week shipping is always free. Burrow stands by their furniture with a risk-free 30-day return period. You've got nothing to lose here. It's time to upgrade your sofa to one that actually stands up to your lifestyle. Get 75 bucks off a new sofa and free one-week shipping by visiting burrow.com slash backdoor. That's B-U-R-R-O-W dot com slash backdoor for 75 bucks off a new sofa. Thanks again to Burrow 
for supporting the show. This is a nice sofa. Burrow.com slash backdoor. Hey, let's talk uh, some great news here, Brad. Let's talk about it. A former former Florida Gator oh, not has been news. arrested for murder. Not great news. And shockingly, he was also teammates with Aaron Hernandez and Tim Tebow. And Urban Meyer was running the show back when this guy was playing. Well, why are you lumping Urban Meyer and Tim Tebow in with the two murderers? Because Urban Meyer had murderers all over his team. Well, he can't help that they're oh, murderers. He could, oh, get the fuck out you of think here. That Don't he you dare get me that? started on Urban fucking Meyer. Well, like, I can't say that he's a good person, but I can say that he's not the reason these people murdered people. He might be. He's the reason he's that allowed. these guys played football, and they would have played on any other team in the country because they're the best in the country. No. Yes. No, you're wrong. Oh, yeah. Aaron Hernandez wouldn't have gotten a, a scholarship if it wasn't for Urban Meyer, huh? He would, have been, he, he would have been kicked off any other team in the country after his fucking early behavior. That's he might have possible. killed someone when he was a freshman. Well, we don't need to get it. That's that's a whole other story. Okay. We got a little there's too a spicy culture, right off the well, bat. There's a culture of fucking chaos there, and, and it was all Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer, who was getting paid millions of dollars, he's the CEO of this football program, uh, was never held accountable. Okay, so and okay. And, and, and it it goes to him. <laughs> okay, back but, to the story. Yeah, I'll read the story. Former Gators uh, safety Tony Joyner was arrested and charged with second degree murder uh, in Florida on Saturday for the killing of his wife in 2016. Um, the death had of his wife had remained an unsolved case for more than three years. Um, his wife was 26 and found dead in her apartment on Valentine's Day 2016, which is great. Death had been ruled a homicide two months after her body had been recovered. Joyner's arrest marked the first, uh, the first arrest since his wife's death. Per some local newspaper, court records show he had been arrested twice for beating his wife. Previously, Joyner, yeah, yeah. 33, played safety at Florida from 2004 to 2007. He played under former Gators coach Urban Meyer and served as team captain during his senior campaign. In 2007. Joyner, <laughs> And then this is great. Joyner is the second player from Myers' 2007 Florida squad to be arrested and charged with murder. Joining former Gators tight end Aaron Hernandez. Uh, Hernandez, of course, arrested in 2013 for the murder of Odin Lloyd and convicted in 2015. This is sad, man. This is terrible. Murdered on Valentine's Day. And then, so they they said it was a suspicious death two months after the murder had taken place in 2016. And they didn't arrest him for three years. It took until now for them to actually bring charges up and arrest him. He was arrested Saturday. I wonder what what the turn, like what turned, like what changed. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure it'll come out. It's Florida, so we'll have sunshine laws. Like, we'll get all the information. It'll come out, yeah. This is just, it's just sad. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to fucking pile on too much more, but. But that is shocking and kind of disturbing that that there's so much like criminal like psychotic behavior coming out of that squad from that year yes and tim tebow was there (laughs) i love how you're blaming tim tebow well tebow apparently helped uh help get aaron hernandez out of trouble several times like there was one time he got in a bar fight where some dude almost died and tebow showed up and was like no no I, i got him he's good Okay. I, uh, that's anyway, not, that's, I'm not going to get into this. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'm not going to get into this. Okay. All right, let's talk hockey for a minute. Bruins win game five last night, five to, or game six last night, five to one. Game seven, Wednesday, the, be, the best two words in sports, game, game seven. seven. I have not watched a hockey game in several years, but I, I'll probably watch this Wednesday. Peter's already texting about it. Good. Peter, the Irish guy's big, big into hockey, and he's got a raging heart on for this, uh, this Wednesday. Great. Yeah. Uh, like I said. Hey, you want to watch it together? Yeah, sure. Brad and I know nothing about hockey. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, we know nothing about hockey, but Peter the Irish guy does. 
and he's going to join us later this week to preview Game 7. Maybe we could record tight and high and then walk down a toss afterwards and watch a little bit of Game 7. I won't rule it out. You sound iffy. I'm a little iffy. Okay, cool. I'm trying to get my life in order. And it's not going to happen hanging out, Peter. <laughs> or guards. <laughs> just, those aren't the people that you... Uh, we love them. They'll help you go out of control if you like. Yeah, I don't need that. I don't need that. Um, yeah, but like I said, so we're, we're going to do tight and high this week. Elgar's, uh, a lot of people, actually several people have been DMing me asking for a College World Series preview. We will deliver that. It's going down. Yeah, with Elgar's, uh, the final, there are two more uh, Super Regional games tonight that will that, that will uh, determine the final two spots. Oh, Vanderbilt's not in the College in World yet? Series. I don't know if they are. There's two games tonight. I don't know who they are. Um, it's a good thing we researched before we got on the air. Well, we're just saying the preview's coming later this week. We Garza uh, played b- baseball at Vandy, and uh, we'll have some insight. He follows uh, the college college ball pretty closely. Yeah, and the thing is, like everybody that's on staff there now that our baseball coaches were his age, they were played with him when he was at Vanderbilt. So, like that's why he's got a bunch of inside information. He likes to talk to people. Well, we may we'll have see. some some interviews if we Should got be Vandy good. in it. So, um, yeah. College uh, World Series coming. U.S. Open is this weekend. And we will have our first ever episode, standalone episode. Did I scare you there? Of the Buttercut, America's favorite golf podcast. That will show up here on this feed. So if you want a full U.S. Open preview, Peter the Irish Guy will join Brad. We might have a couple other guests. Just hang around for that. The Buttercut coming later this week. We're bringing you the content. Tell a friend. Guys, we're working hard for you for free. You're not paying us anything. Our friends at If you uh, like the Lisa, podcast, help us out and tell your friends. Yeah, buy a Lisa We'd mattress. really appreciate it. Check out a, a Burrow sofa. Burrow.com slash backdoor. Lisa.com slash BDC. Call our hotline, too. 800-392-6344. 800-392-6344. On our Saturday episode, we played a new, a new game that's sweeping the nation called Hotline Call Roulette. That was a good game. It was good. We, I didn't listen to the calls beforehand. We just played them live on the air, and uh, they were they were pretty good. So 800-392-6344. If you call the hotline, we will listen to it, and we'll probably play 800-392-6344. Follow us at Backdoor Cover Podcast on Instagram. Follow Brad at Bradley B. Key. Mm-hmm. Follow me at Micah Weiner, M-I-C-A-H-W-I-E-N-E-R. Check out Mind of Micah, and check out our sponsors, lisa.com slash bdc. And burrow.com slash backdoor. And subscribe, rate, and review. We love you. We appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, tell one friend. We would really appreciate it. We're grinding for you. Uh, especially somebody who likes baseball and that's going to be into to Titan High. We're coming for you. Ch- chain of the Week coming uh, this week, too. Uh, a couple of uh, listener recommendations. Okay, okay. You're going right, to have to work enough. on uh, your right, let's get machine gun cowing. This has been a production of MWBK Creative and Sales. We'll be back later this week. And we'll be back tomorrow with okay. a Game 5 recap. And then more and more and more content. That's it. That's all. Mm, Bye-bye. Thanks for listening.